Everybody to the Super Lario Spada Super Show! Are you going for a song? No, I didn't think of one, and I was like, you know what's going to happen? I'm just going to start doing like the entertainment tonight or the, the NBA song again. <laughs> you can go with uh, the Joker song, which is the 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 pedophile We don't really get the context here in America. That news didn't really fly over here the same way. Children are so hot. Because I just say they definitely still play that at pretty much every sporting event that I've been to. The song's much more famous than him. Like oh, I, yeah. I when I heard the song, I was like, "Oh, that guy!" But I had never heard of Gary Glitter. Which I feel is that a stage name? Because that yeah. sounds like very fantastic, Gary Glitter. <laughs> like I really expected him to be like the newest Hogwarts like professor against the dark arts. He's got to be gay. Well, no, nope. into children. <laughs> well. Much worse. <laughs> uh, yeah, I suppose so. But you did see Joker. Yeah. I'll save uh, most of it because it's definitely going to get nominated for Best Actor, so I'll save it for the the Oscar podcast. I would make a strong argument, having seen nothing at this point in the year, but I would still make a strong argument it deserves to be, if you're going to nominate 10 movies, it absolutely should be in Best Picture category as well. Okay. Uh, I liked a lot. I felt a little bit conflicted by the end and what the message was. But after a couple of days thinking about it, I, I really do like that movie a lot. And I, I look forward to... I'll probably watch it again before the Oscars comes out. There you go. And you also, I believe, watched another movie, another comic book movie that you thought was equally as uh, memorable and uh, worth <laughs> bragging about. X-Men Dark Phoenix. <laughs> wow. How... I knew it was going to be bad. Like, I went in with pretty low expectations. But if you think X-Men Apocalypse is a fine movie... We'll just say fine to be okay. kind. Then this movie is fra. This movie's a dumpster fire. Uh, I'm just looking for my notes on it. Because um, neither, I, neither of us saw it when it came out. I think both of us had the opportunity. I had at the head of time already said like, yeah, I think I'm just skipping this one. And I think you, against your wishes, were like, I'll wait to see how this goes to theater after the reviews came out and they were all. Pretty shockingly negative at the time. Yeah, and at first you just kind of wrote that off as like, this is just Disney shitting on something that they didn't create. But mm. it's like, no, it, it's pretty bad. And I'm curious to see what the edited version of it that was even worse somehow <laughs> The was. one that like they sent to Disney and originally they're like, do you want to get the rights to this one? They're like, oh, hell no. Uh, Sophie Turner as Jean Grey after being, you know, like, honestly, whatever, the fifth biggest character in the last movie. Um, becomes kind of the star of this one. And um, I've always been kind of a, a supporter of hers. I think that's because I have a huge crush on her. Uh, but yeah, she is a terrible actress. And she is awful in this. She's got no range. It's always been And she drives concern. the movie. I was going to say, like, she was like, maybe I was like, maybe it's just Sansa Stark. And then you saw her in the first X-Men movie. You're like, no, nah, I think that's just kind of the way she acts. And it's not... I just can't get into it. Like, it just feels like a, a lifeless kind of performance to me every time I see it. So I was really worried when I was like, yeah, they're pushing her to the front. And this isn't, like, the first two X-Men movies of, like, the original Brian Singer uh, trilogy or whatever, where it's mm -hmm. like, Jean Grey is established through those two movies and is also a major character in them. Jean Grey just kind of pops up in Apocalypse. Yeah. And it's like, they like by the end of the movie, they're like, oh, and the phoenix is inside of her. And you're like, ugh. It's yeah. lots of kind of push for this character in one movie, and then boom, she's the lead in the next one. 
Yeah, basically X-Men Apocalypse was they're like, oh shit, we're getting close to the 90s. We've got to throw all those other X-Men in. <laughs> Sorry, Banshee, you're getting killed off in between. Banshee, no! <laughs> Darwin! Uh, this spoilers, obviously, so if you haven't seen this. Um, for this movie universe that will not continue forward yeah. at this point. They pretty much already established that they're going to recast most of these characters. It starts off the same as it feels like all these ones have, where it's like Magneto. Xavier's lost his way. Him and Magneto aren't talking. Okay. Uh, does, it, does it specifically start with like Magneto and a happy new community again before things go <laughs> comically awry? The one you saw in the trailer, it, that's supposed to be Genosha. That thing Is that it? just looks like a junkyard in the woods that hmm. was supposed to be the mutant island of heightened technology known as <laughs> Genosha. Fair enough, I suppose. Um, Xavier's lost his way again. He's depicted as just trying to like please the president, drinking scotch and speaking down to Beast and Mystique every time they talk to him. Mystique's the leader of the team, and I guess has been since the 80s at this point. It's another one where it's supposed to be 10 years since the last one. Okay. Uh, which would officially make, I believe, uh, Xavier and uh, Michael Fassbender Magneto uh, in their early 60s. <laughs> which they're trying to like connect them to the the original movies. It's like, man, it's gonna be some really heavy next like three years for old uh, Are they, Michael Fassbender. That's a lot of math. I don't know how <laughs> Michael Fassbender turns into Sir Ian McKellen. Um, Xavier, like I said, Xavier's trying to please the president, and he has a good argument for it. It's like, well, if they if the people love us, the government can't turn on us. Uh-huh. But he has such a, like, a condescending, like, tumbler of scotch way of, like, telling everyone that, like, I know what's what. And Mystique is growing disillusioned with him. Uh, fast forward to uh, Jean Grey accidentally kills Mystique. And about 25 minutes into the movie, which was weird to see, because Jennifer Lawrence is in, like, the full Mystique makeup for a bunch of it. Yeah. And you're like, man, this is surprising that you she's still doing this. You were notable as being, like, hating it. And that's why, like, you were without the prosthetics or anything like that for so much of the movies after first class. So it must have been under the promise, like, we'll kill you off in the first half hour. I think so. Because it, it sounds like she didn't particularly want to be in any more of these movies. No. And it... Uh, so she could go on to other such classics as Red Sparrow. <laughs> could be good. Whatever garbage she's been in recently. Gonna get raped. Passengers. <laughs> gonna get raped into an espionage mastermind. <laughs> um. Anyway, so she accidentally, Jean Grey accidentally kills Mystique. Leading to like a division between Beast and Xavier. Because Mystique was already expressing concerns about like, why are we always at the beck and call of the government? And and Beast is sad about Mystique dying. And Xavier goes to, says to him, like, you know what? She was my foster sister. I'm upset, too. It's like, that's weird that you threw foster in there. <laughs> it seems like you're not that upset. Like at Allie or Alex's funeral, like, I dearly loved my half-sibling. Oh, I did that so many times to Allie when I was a kid. I feel like a real heel about it, too. <laughs> it's funny, though. <laughs> uh, Let's see here. A fucking god-awful villain. It's Jessica Chastain oh. as just some alien... Not even, like, one of the, like, Shi'atar, one of the main alien races from X-Men. Something called the Dubois that they, like, they're... They have shape-shifting abilities, and they... Like Blanche Dubois from... <laughs> yes. From Golden Girls? Just Is making the Golden saucy Girls? jokes. 
they did. That's why the movie was so pricey. For a moment, Mike, you're looking at your phone for your notes. For a moment, your phone was faced towards me, and I saw it was just the lock screen. It's like, is Mikey just bullshitting about having notes? He's just making up a movie on top of his head. Just looking at dudes dancing. He's like, the only cool part is when Nightcrawler kills Colossus by just punching him. Like, he just outstrengths him and, like, the judo tosses him over the side of a bridge. I'm like, really? I didn't think either of those characters were in this one. Oh. Uh, super sad. Um... Daniel Cudmore was listed to be in the movie, and then they cut his scene. <laughs> why wouldn't they? Why wouldn't they cut it? I don't, why, why wouldn't they? It's so in character what they've done with that and poor guy. And there's so much solid gold going on on the screen. <laughs> it's, that, move, that character is all over the third movie and still has only, I believe, one line of actual dialogue that makes the movie. He's just a background prop. If they replaced him with a pillar that they put some spandex on the couple scene, <laughs> you wouldn't know any difference in it. But he's all over Days of Future Past. <laughs> I mean, being torn to shreds. Yeah. Oh, just being ripped to pieces, yeah. Um... See here... Uh, I thought it was weird they did not use Clinton as the president. It was just generic white guy. Considering they use Nixon in Days of Future Past. I guess because they're establishing they created some kind of alternate timeline with Days of Future Past. That they're like, I guess we don't want to connect them too much. If they go with Clinton, then maybe you do start to wonder, like, are these guys supposed to become Patrick Stewart and Serene <clears throat> McKellen in the next, like, three years or whatever? It will be nice to see Disney, like, clean up X-Men timeline. Oh, yeah. Um. Anyway, so then... Uh, Gene goes to Genosha, mm -hmm. a.k.a. just a, a junkyard in the woods, and talks to Magneto, and then the soldiers show up to arrest her, and she runs. Uh, and then Beast comes to Genosha looking for her, and that's when he tells Magneto that Mystique's dead. And both of them kind of join up in their grief to basically just stop Xavier from meddling with Jean Grey anymore. So there's the... Perfunctory, like, X-Men versus the, the Brotherhood of Evil Mutants, which the Brotherhood of Evil Mutants is, uh, Beast. Okay. Uh. Leading with the weak ones first, I see. Some weird psychic chick that turned out to be Selena, the, like, vampire goth. Huh. Uh, but never addressed by name. And then some guy who used his hair like a whip, who I called, uh, Mandusa. <laughs> Mandusa's a pretty good name. Yeah. Like, almost canonically, that should be his name. Mandusa! Because he's not a real character, <laughs> at least I, that I could find. I don't know why they kept doing that. In so many of the X-Men movies, they were just like, uh, you know, we're just going to throw some random kind of side characters in, and these are his characters. Like, there was like a girl with glasses in a movie that was just like, yeah, it's probably like Jubilee. Like, this is before yeah. I think the new ones came out, and there was like, they're like, yeah, it's Jubilee next to Mero. You're like... How the fuck am I supposed to know either of those characters or who they say they are? This is just with some credits and like some trivia on IMDb. How's I supposed to know that guy with the big bony fingers? This <laughs> Marrow. Uh, let me see here. Uh, as here's the end. Uh, and this is just taken off Wikipedia. In the aftermath of the incident, which is Jean Grey seemingly being killed or Dark Phoenix dying. Mm -hmm. Uh, Xavier's school is renamed Jean Grey School for Gifted Youngsters. Hank becomes the new dean with Xavier having retired after decades of fighting for human rights. Decades of human rights? You took a lot of downtime. <laughs> uh, while settling himself in Paris, Eric is, or Xavier is reunited with Eric and reluctantly agrees to play a game of chess with them. 
And as they start playing, a flaming phoenix appears in the sky. Ooh, what a fucking turkey of an ending. <laughs> yeah, it was. <laughs> you just hear it, you're like, one, it doesn't sound like they've done anything to really classify Xavier as, like, this noble figure for the world to acknowledge. I know there's, like, in comic book lore recently, they've kind of established Xavier to be not sinister, but more of, like, a person who's willing to go to dark ends to, like, the ends will justify the means in certain extents, like he's part of the uh, Illuminati. Like an Ayn Rand type of... Well, you've heard of the Illuminati group in that, which is, like, Tony Stark, Namor, Black Panther, him. Oh, Like, each of them agree to take one of the Infinity Stones and guard it. Mm -hmm. And they, like, they brainwashed Captain America after he found out and stuff (laughs) like that. They've done some insidious stuff. So I'm like, I understand that they're kind of willing to, like, play it to that certain extent. But in the movies, it feels like you never really need to go that direction. And I certainly don't, from all of the, whatever, the first class movies on with uh james mcavoy i've never gotten that much of a sense of xavier to be like that great of like almost a father figure to everyone who guides them now and he's kind of cocky the first couple movies before he loses his legs uh so it's weird like it's not like if that was the ending they gave to the patrick stewart xavier be like yeah okay he retires eventually you know uh he gets to live his life and uh oh he gets to have this friendly game with this weird kind of rival slash best friend slash mortal enemy that he's always kind of been grappling with, you know, psych- I get it. They love chess in the first movies, too. Yeah, like, it's like, hey, you know, it's it's a nice way to tie it all symbolically together, uh, but it just sounds like it's so lame. Like, yeah. It's just like that Xavier's the one who gets it, and then, like, the Phoenix is back at the end. Like, for this universe that, as you made the movie, you knew this deal was happening. Yeah. Like, I understand you probably couldn't have completely refilmed it, but... You could have just ended with them playing chess and, like... It'd have been nicer. Yeah, and then you're kind of closing that universe off in some kind of, like, cyclical way, in a way, too, where you're like, yeah, these two will always be playing chess in our in our universe, basically. Mm-hmm. As opposed to, like, ooh, maybe there'll be a Dark Phoenix, too. Like, oh, suck my cock. Hang around, audience. <laughs> Colossus was a big character, and the recent Phoenix storyline perhaps would include him in this one. Like, oh, suck my enormous <laughs> You're like, this has to be just aimed at you at that point. <laughs> I'm like, you know Deadpool's just done the character at this point. You don't even need to bother anymore. Although, admittingly, I my heart even sank when I read that Daniel Cudmore actually showed up to film scenes as Colossus. And you're... Oh, it's, you feel horrible. <laughs> you're like, I hope that guy gets something else. Like, I hope he has, like, a small role on, like, a reoccurring role in Hawaii Five-0, which I found out is still currently ongoing. Oh, okay. As I'd say, because last time I checked, he has a pretty shallow IMDb page. <laughs> I I don't think he is. I'm just hoping he has something like that in his repertoire. He's like, oh, yeah, it's something like this where I'm never going to need to work a day in my life again, because I'm, I have a minor role in some show that's <laughs> been airing for 13 years, and I haven't just been hosed out of every X-Men movie. <laughs> For other such stellar acting talents as Sophie Turner and Anna Paquin. <laughs> she was fourth on the billing, remember? <laughs> she better not have been in this one. <laughs> no, that's like a perpetuity thing she has. <laughs> She's just earned it for her magnificent portrayal of Rogue. Uh, the only pro I, I wrote down was that it is kind of a fun X-Men team because it's it's Mystique, it's Nightcrawler, it's Storm, it's Quicksilver, it's... Uh, you know, Jean Grey and Cyclops. Like, it's a great collection of powers. And they do have a couple of cool scenes of, like, just Nightcrawler teleporting people in to do some kind of bonkers shit. 
It sounds like that's where they'd kind of get their stuff going. Um, Is there ever been a cooler scene in any of those movies than in First Class when, uh, what was the teleporter in the... Asriel. In the Hellfire Club. Yeah, when all of a sudden he just started dropping, like, FBI agents from the sky. It's pretty sweet. There's there's some pretty dope moments like that. I still, you know, as much as it, it begrieves me to admit that he probably had the better scenes pound for pound over Colossus. Nightcrawler's uh, uh, X-Men 2 introduction where he's attacking oh, the, White, the House. White House is a pretty dope, like, scene. It is. Um, I'm sure there are others. I'm, I'm not... I can't remember every scene off the top of my head, but... Yeah, it is a pretty dope one, too, where it just starts dropping people from the ceiling. Mm-hmm. Um, it sounds like there's not a ton of content in that movie. Like, overall. It sounds like it's a lot of, like, kind of walking to places and stuff happening. Um, like, you mentioned, like, the kind of the big kickoff happens about 20 minutes, and it sounds like it's like, oh, let's go visit Magneto. Let's go. Yeah, it is a fair amount of dialogue, which was another, which was also kind of a downfall in Apocalypse, too. It was a lot of setting things up. And waiting to get places, and there wasn't as much. I mean, Apocalypse is ridiculous. That first 30 minutes were like every five minutes, like somewhere else in the world. Oh, yeah. Where they're thinking, they're like, hey, Avengers did it. We can do it too. Like, yeah, but Avengers has like 17 established characters. <laughs> yeah. You're introducing Angel to us. <laughs> You're like, yes, but he listens to Metallica. No angel would do that. <laughs> like, I'll suck a dick. Fuck my. <laughs> Whatever, Four Horsemen made it into a movie, I'll take it, but this character better pay off. <laughs> Did any of them show back up? I know Storm, obviously. Yeah, Storm joins the team, no, that's it. There's no, uh, what's her name? I couldn't even remember if, Miss, if uh, Psylocke lived or died. She lived, but she's not in this movie. Okay. Did any of them die? Angel no. dies. Did he die? Yeah. Okay. He gets killed, and that's why Psylocke walks away, because Apocalypse is like, get that fucking corpse out of my way. <laughs> Which, to be fair... I mean, why? What else would he say? <laughs> like, in the rankings of power, he had to be at the very bottom. You have a dude who can literally just turn the Earth's axis into the sun if he wants to, and someone who can manipulate the weather, and like a ninja samurai with laser swords. Why the dude with wings was like, he was one of us! How dare you? No, that was Storm that's upset. Oh, uh, okay. And Storm does have a scene in this movie where... I forget, I think it's Beast bitching about Xavier, and Storm notes, like, I once trusted someone and believed they were better than they were, and they broke my heart. I was like, are you talking about Apocalypse for, like, the four days you knew him in the last movie? <laughs> or are you trying to allude to some The guy that, as you stuff? met him... <laughs> To disperse those bullies, just merge them into the walls and let them semi-conscious? You thought he was going to be a really nice guy? You're like, I thought he was the peacekeeper to lead us to a new tomorrow. Tyro has been through so much. That is a badass scene, though, when Apocalypse does that. Because it's like, oh, God, he's going to kill me. Oh, no, this is much worse. <laughs> oh, I would have much preferred being vaporized. Just quietly be a wall for a couple days. Am I going to starve to death? Yeah. What's going to... Can I even be fed? Do yeah. I even have, like, organs at this point anymore? Or is that, am I just a consciousness bent into this wall? Will yes. shooting me in the head still end this? <laughs> uh, but it's a shame with a, a series that had such promise with those first two movies to kind of have gone out on. And the first one's such garbage. And the third one even was so annoying when they walk out of Return of the Jedi and Sophie Turner's like, you know what they say? The third one's always the worst one. They're like, did you think this was better than the last two movies? And that's why you're doing this joke? Because this is extremely insulting to me, paying for a ticket. Yeah. 
Because everyone else, it's the it's the young kids. They all go because it's like the, they all go to see Return of the Jedi in theaters because it's supposed to be 1983. And everyone walking out is like, I love that. And they're like, Gene, what'd you think? She's like, eh, you know what they say. The third one's always the worst. <laughs> there I go suck an enormous dick. God damn it. I paid ten bucks to get here. And so far, it's true. It's wildly true. Then they're mine. They're like, no, we're the one. We're an ironically great movie. That's the third one of the trilogy. For the sequence of movies that it's weird to even call them a trilogy. When the second one really feels like this almost event movie to merge the two. They, they, you didn't finish first class. You're like, oh, well, the natural progression is days of future past, obviously, from here. Mm-hmm. I wish they had stopped at the second one, honestly, because that was their Avengers, like, Infinity War. Yeah, I mean, after days of future past, you really kind of got, like, you get an end to the original movies. That, Fixes the third one. Yeah, that gives you, like, a closure that you didn't get before. It still continued that on and set up the idea of, like, here's an X-Men team going forward. Kelsey Grammer cameo. Yeah, you got everything you want. Daniel Kudmore's in it. (laughs) Yeah, Cyclops not just killed off like some second, like some nobody character. Uh, So it's it it was a nice way to amend that universe. But then obviously they saw how successful it was, and they're like, "Well, we'll do Apocalypse." And I can understand that. Like Apocalypse is someone you haven't done in any of those. Yeah, it's your hugest villain. So it's like if you do this right, maybe it's going to be good. Oscar Isaac, I like him. Uh, Obviously CGI, right? The whole thing. I if you you know you say that. If you had asked me beforehand who was Apocalypse, and you gave me a hundred guesses, I don't know if I could have gotten it. I'd have been like. Was it anyone? Was it someone big? Did they well, not just hire some random person? To es- do it? Especially if you told me it was going to be practical effects and not mostly CGI, I'd be like, "All right, well, it's got to be like uh, the Undertaker or like some <laughs> some basketball player. It's got to be somebody gigantic." They're like, no, no, we're going to use a nice guy that's five ten and put him on stilts, but we're not going to extend his arms, which looks weird because he's obviously on stilts. <laughs> Like, having learned nothing from that Scientology movie with John Travolta, where they were tall aliens, but they were just on stilts. <laughs> oh, dear. It's a bummer. I wish, you know what? I wish, instead of Dark Phoenix, I wish they would brought back Kevin Bacon as Sebastian Shaw. That might have been cool. As the villain, you mean? Yeah, from the first one. Yeah. First class. He was awesome in that. I, I think, uh, for the most part, I thought I liked a lot of the casting that they did throughout those first couple movies, so... I don't know. What can you do? Then I, killing yeah. off most of the first crew. Yeah, because I like looked it up because I watched Mad Men recently and I forgot. I don't know why in my mind I always thought, because I always heard people talk about how hot January Jones was. And I always kept thinking it was uh, the Christina Hendricks. Oh, the redhead. Yeah, because yeah, I always just assumed people were like, oh, because her body's ridiculous. And then remember, like, oh, wait, no, January Jones was uh, the Ice Queen or whatever, Emma Frost. Emma Frost, yeah. And, like, remembering her in that movie, it's like, oh, yeah, it's the character, or the actress who plays Betty. And then being like, oh, that's right, they just killed her off in between movies. They, like, said they dissected her to death. I don't know if I could even watch the first one again, because it doesn't matter at the end of it. Uh, even the scene of, like, boom, here's Magneto's new brotherhood of evil. They're like, they're all dead, too. Azazel killed off screen, Banshee, like, yeah. just dissected for research material. Oh, it's horrible. Yeah, I guess they do, don't they? They cameo her in, in Days of Future Past, don't they? And it's just her breaking apart or something like that. I don't remember. I can't that. remember if I'm making that. I thought that, that was just from pictures. Uh, it in might like files. 
I couldn't remember if they like if they alluded to it or anything else. Good like news, that, you're going to be in X Men: Days of Future Past. Like, oh, what time do I need to show up to film? No, just send a picture of a driver's license photo. <laughs> That'll be enough. <laughs> That'll be good, and we'll send you the check for eight hundred bucks. Like, well, I like the sound of that. <laughs> yeah. Well, there you go. That's Days of Future Past. Uh, not Days of Future Past. <laughs> <laughs> Dark Phoenix. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I saw the. Have you heard of the Eddie Murphy Dolomite movie? I've heard of it. I haven't had too much of an interest in seeing it. I watched it last night. It's kind of... I just knew him as, like, black exploitation movies, but I guess it was a a failed comedian that kind of picked up this persona and sort of got big during that and, like, financed his own movie. Um, but it's Eddie Murphy as it, it... I love Eddie Murphy. It's a character that needed more depth that he, that he just doesn't have. Mm. He always kind of looks the same. But... It gets way better once they introduce uh, Wesley Snipes as, like, the guy that directs the movie. Huh. Wesley Snipes is hilarious in this movie. He's <laughs> amazing. Dude, he's... Uh, I've never even considered, like, Wesley Snipes a great actor outside of, like, Nino Brown and uh, whatever New Jack City. Like, I couldn't tell you, like, a great performance I've seen of him. He's phenomenal. He's fucking... He's the funniest thing in the movie. And his one scene is, like, the funniest thing I've seen in a movie this year. Huh. Good for him. As the director that just doesn't give a shit. <laughs> uh, Michael Keegan Key? Michael Keegan Michael Key, isn't it? Yeah, that sounds about right. Because it's Key and Peel, yeah. yeah. He's in there as a writer. He's excellent, too. Um, it gets a lot better once they actually start making the movie, and I don't get the origin story of Dolomite. But, like I said, it worth it alone for Wesley Snipes. I would consider best acting, best supporting actor. For him, honestly, <laughs> like just these like little facial uh, gestures he gives, or it's just for comedic timing yeah. of it. Okay, <laughs> I was like, no, there's also a small story about his aborted child that he he really just nails. <laughs> no, it's none of that. He starts it out a complete fuck and ends the movie a complete fuck. <laughs> so it's kind of good when you get that kind of like eternal consistency. Yeah, people don't change over the course of a story generally. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's good. It's uh. Some good stuff hopefully coming up, too. The end of the year. Any movies you're excited about? Uh, I will see the new Star Wars. Excited, I don't... It's maybe too strong of a term. Um, I'm interested in seeing The Emperor, because the more I see, the more it doesn't seem like it's just some quick one-off cameo. No, it sounds like he's legitimately in it, and he's probably the main antagonist. And, yeah, and that's probably how Kylo Ren redeems himself. Like, how many <sighs> how many Skywalkers have to die I killing can't. the Emperor? <laughs> fathom the very idea that you're like let's redeem this guy when he's just been such a cock every movie's given him the chance to redeem himself he killed, him, he killed Han Solo in the first goddamn movie <laughs> like that I thought we all agreed then he wasn't yeah, coming you're back you're like oh that was his chance to turn things around like he was a bad guy but hey he connects with his father and it's a chance to turn to light side oh no he just kills him you're like oh well Surely he won't do it again. The second movie is like, oh, he has a chance to kind of be the hero, and no, he, he just tries to ruthlessly crush what's left of resistance underneath his foot. Like, yeah, like that. Let's start over, or like erase old things. Like, oh, so you're gonna blow up all your ships? Like, well, no, obviously <laughs> not. <laughs> that's that's cute. Yeah, I don't know. It probably is gonna happen too, which is a shame. Yeah, how much kind of how interesting it was sort of with the first movie and it, it looks like they might just be falling into just complete nostalgia buttfuckery. Uh, it's, I mean, I feel like we talked about it on the podcast before, but it, it is like, a that I think is the biggest shame between last Jedi into this one is like, it 
felt like the most interesting parts of the previous two movies were when it bucked expectations, and now it does feel like we're just going to follow the most obvious path to the end possible. Yeah, like, what does happen if Kylo Ren's in charge? Like, if Vader's in charge and doesn't have an Emperor, how does the third movie play out? Mm-hmm. And uh, it's not looking like that. I heard some... Unless this is a serious, like, misguiding with all the Emperor stuff, but it, it would be weird as much... He's been, like, a center point in every trailer. Yeah, and I've heard some people... Like, um, some theories and supposedly background, backstage information for stuff that happens in the movie, and all of it sounds kind of meh. Like, a lot of stuff that seems like it's like, okay, this is a fine idea in the moment, but nothing has previously built to this in the past two movies, so, you know, who really gives a fuck at that point? Kind of storytelling. And that's what has me a little concerned, too. Um... I don't know. I, I wish I could be more excited about that sort of movie, but I really find myself in a state of like, meh, who gives a fuck? Yeah, Phasma better be dead. I swear to God, if they're saving that. Like... <laughs> no, uh, I don't yeah. think she's. Uh, I don't think she's coming back. At least from everything I've heard, she's not. Unless it's like a crazy flashback. Don't worry, we're not going to make you suck in the second one too. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just as lame. <laughs> uh. It's, I haven't, like, involuntarily, while watching the trailer the first time, I just went, gay, and it was at the C3PO scene, like, I just wanted to see my friends last time. Like, do you even know Poe Dameron? <laughs> oh, I thought his name was Ray. <laughs> huh, Which you look you okay. <laughs> yeah, you're doing good. Leia, nice cats. <laughs> uh, yeah. That's how flat, like, Gary Fisher was that- <laughs> What's her name makes her look like Pamela Anderson? Um, it's it's a bummer because uh, at this point I'm not even sure what the future is for those other side franchises they're trying to create, like the one that Ryan Johnson's doing, and then the one that D and D were supposed to do. Um, well, that one famously got. <laughs> yeah, but they're they've left the project, so it doesn't mean that they can't find someone else to come in and do it. Because that was kind of supposed to be like an old school, like almost Knights of the Old Republic sounding style, like trilogy. I would say don't do anything as far as like a, a trilogy for at least a few years, keep people wanting. And then in the middle, like maybe two years from now or three years from now, just drop a Boba Fett origin story in there. Like something that, you know, like we'd have to work pretty hard to fuck that up and not get at least the nerd base in there. Yeah. You'd think but they did that with Han Solo and people were pretty mediocre on that. Like, if you if you do, like, a Boba Fett movie and you cast some, like, young kind of, like, mid to late 20-year-old to play Boba I mean, Fett... as long as he's New Zealand, or... Yeah, I but know. I think once you kind of make him younger and you gotta, like... I, I feel like it's just also after a Robert Downey Jr. world, you kind of give him quips and stuff like that. I feel like you could easily even, like, hit that one off the rim, too. Yeah, he's so much, le- like, you don't know, especially if you've only seen the movies, he doesn't have, like, there's not a wealth of knowledge on Boba Fett to the viewer, so it, you can take a lot more chances than with Han Solo, where, I don't know, that movie felt like it. I actually don't remember liking that movie or not, honestly. I thought it was okay. Han Solo, it's fine. It's it's good for a bit. 
It has that horrendous middle with the robot, mm. <laughs> and then the end of it starts to... I don't know how I always forget that, but as soon as you're like, remember the feminist robot, or the, like, <laughs> robot rights thing? I was like, oh, the robot, God. Yeah, the, the robot rights activist. I think I clapped when that thing finally fucking died. <laughs> oh, it's so... It's, it's somewhere... And it's like two-thirds into the movie, you're like, thank God, at least it's not in the end. You, you wouldn't expect it to, because, again, like, the first third of the movie, that robot's not in. And it's probably only exists in that second third of the movie, but it's so all over that part. And it gets like a, a heroic death kind of thing too, where they're like, we'll upload you into the Millennium Falcon. L3 will live through the Falcon forever. Like, oh, oh fuck off. <laughs> this shitty character. And Lando's like kind of trying to seduce it. Or? Yeah, Lando's in love with the robot. And she doesn't go for it. Like, it's it's such a... Like, it was one thing where you're like, were they trying to make this a parody of a character? Or... And, like, eventually they reached a point where, like... They no. thought it would be hilarious. Like, this is gonna... People are gonna love this. Because Gede, it's kind of calling on the times. But she's a bit satirical, too. No one identifies with robots. <laughs> but the thing is, is, like... At points, she's so overblown. Like, they keep yeah. trying to say, like... Oh, well, you know, she's, she's fighting for robots. So you're like... You know, take this, like, into the world, though. Every time she does this, she puts everyone's lives in danger. She's constantly, like, trying to, like, delay people by being like, There's a robot being used as a cleaning slave! Yeah, you can tell they thought that was going to be a huge breakout character. Like, people were going to love her, and then her dying was going to be, like, a heart wrench. That was supposed to be like, oh, I can't believe it. Maybe, like, the net had just come out, and they're like, you know what we need? Hannah Gatsby, (laughs) Star Wars robot. You know what everybody loves, according to the critics on Rotten Tomatoes? (laughs) Not necessarily the audience score, but who cares? (laughs) They don't buy tickets. No one has time to scroll all the way to the right to see what that number is. Um, It reminded me a lot of... uh, like when when Bran Stark becomes king of, <laughs> of Westeros, where you're like, I have a feeling you guys really thought people were gonna be like, yeah, woo, <laughs> like taking their shirts off, woo, <laughs> but like slow claps across the country, like they all so like our doors flung open and all of us just slowly started slow clapping. And like, how many kids do you think are gonna be born this year named Bran? <laughs> oh, it's gonna be billions. We might have too many Brands. <laughs> Might be a problem. They'll call, they're going to still call that generation the brand Ennials. It overtakes Muhammad, and then there's like a religious war. <laughs> and it's just like a bunch and, of like, eh, I guess. Like maybe that's how the book ends, and they had to do it. Fine. It's, I would have been more excited if you told me a Stark was going to be on the Iron Throne. I would have been slightly more excited by Rick and being it, honestly, at this point. Oh, he comes back. He's like, I'm fine. <laughs> What's dead? May never die. Oh, he's an ironborn now. <laughs> Interesting. The Kraken Wolf rises. I pay the snow price. <laughs> as the stories tell, the Kraken Wolf will take the throne. Like, That's fine. It's more exciting. <laughs> don't you remember? The- All right, Brand, take off. Mikey, don't you remember the augury in the first season where there was a wolf eating a squid and <laughs> they merged together on a throne? I guess that's what this is all alluding to. All right, Brand, you aloof cripple. Hit the bricks. Someone roll his ass out of here. Or is it something else snide and depressing? <laughs> this ramp just goes into the ocean. Eh, whatever. <laughs> it's just like the Mac and me scene where it's yeah. just him getting wheeled. Hey, we have a Stark with a dick. <laughs> that works. Uh, I don't even know where we were at. Oh, Star Wars. Anyway. Yeah, and uh, that, I don't know. 
I feel like it's going to get nominated for an Oscar, so we'll probably see it anyway. That Lighthouse movie, the black and white one with William Dafoe. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it look. It, some parts of the trailer look really campy and bad, but it looks kind of interesting enough that it might be good. Uh, I'm excited for it, if only for the sake that it does look like it's a kind of different sort of movie. Um, Parts of the trailer are, like, kind of, like, jarring, at least. It's fun. Yeah. But I think that's also, I mean, that's a little bit of what I kind of expect from William Dafoe at this point. Like, I mean, that entire Spider-Man 1 performance is so, like, egregiously over the top that it's wonderful. Like, it's just him, like, off the walls, almost bouncing at certain points. Mm -hmm. So... I kind of like seeing that level of campiness. It'll be curious to see how it plays in a tone that's not a superhero movie or something like Power yeah. Rangers or something like that, where you're like, huh. But it seems like it could be exciting. Was he in Power Rangers? No, but I think like, that's the same. Oh. Where, like, <laughs> like, was he Lord Zed? No, he was Rita. <laughs> Rita Repulsa. I still need to watch that movie at some point. I've actually heard it was pretty decent, too. The last Power Rangers? The, the one they did like two years ago or whatever. Where oh, okay. it was Elizabeth Banks' Rita Repulsa. And directing it, too, wasn't she? Um, probably. I mean, she's been directing a lot more recently, so it wouldn't shock me. Now she's directing uh, Charlie's Angels. Yeah, that looks terrible. Don't call me Angel. I haven't heard the song. It's, it's, oh, it's... Well, because <laughs> the whole premise is like... I know it's like three. It's yeah. like Ariana Grande and... Ariana Grande. Miley Cyrus. You're like, I could see them there. Okay. Lana Del Rey. And you're like, wait, what? Is that a guy? What's that? She does. The only song I can really say is she did like, summertime, summertime, sadness, summertime, summertime. Oh, like, just really like, well, you're the odd man super low. You're like, who invited you? Is that the one that, yeah, that shows up like, hey, all three of us hugely world-renowned superstars. <laughs> Names that will live in infamy, working on Charlie's Angels. Woo-hoo! These Three women that like. I wrote I, the lyrics and the music. I'll see what you guys think. <laughs> You're gonna be more my like backup singers. <laughs> it's, it's weird. There's a lot of like down with the patriarchy stuff, which I'm not against. It just it doesn't feel right for like this kind of movie. Like, mm, it's not what Lana Del Rey wanted to hear. We're bringing back that feminist robot. From, <laughs> on the solo the, the movie. Net bot. <laughs> Why do we always have to go undercover in bikinis? <laughs> no one asked you. You're a robot. What are you hiding? No, that movie looks like beyond that. That I, I predict that could be one of like the Oscar losing ones to watch because it it seems like it's trying to go with a feminist message, but it looks like it still has a lot of that campy like Charlie's Angels. Like, guess we're gonna have to go to undercover at this like mud wrestling camp. Yeah, I mean that's always kind of been the critique about uh, Charlie's Angels, wasn't it? That it was still always kind of playing into it, like it's feminist and this. I don't know, maybe I'm not the person to be trying to talk about this, but no, go that's on. Cer- <laughs> that's certainly the range of like it, it's feminist in the sense it's like women empowered and you know usually fighting against men to get what they want. But yeah, as you said, like, a lot of time it's like, hey, we're gonna have to go undercover at this uh, this fashion show and. At three, like, wildly attractive. I think a much hotter than the, I guess, my generation's Charlie's Angels, where it was, was Lucy uh, Liu, Cameron Diaz, both strong. Lucy Liu's not bad. Uh, and then Drew Barrymore really bringing up the rear, like, eh. Well, Drew Barrymore's pretty hot back then. I mean, it's Facially, pretty... I, I never thought she was all that attractive. I, I, potentially, I guess. I don't know. 
But this one's insane. Like, I recognize the one chick from Twilight. I don't know who the other two are at all, but they're both insanely hot. Uh, isn't the one... The one's the chick who played uh, Princess Aladdin in the live-action Aladdin movie, and she was one of the people who was in Transfer uh, Power Rangers, I think. Didn't Naomi, see either. Naomi Watts, I want to say is her name. That Wasn't that, like, an older actress? Naomi something? I don't know. I think Naomi Watts was the one that was supposed to be in that Game of Thrones one that was supposed to be about, like, the age of heroes, like, going way back into the history that got uh-huh. abrupt. They actually filmed a pilot and then canceled it. Yeah. Which we were like, shame. wow, you guys spent, like, probably $30 million filming a pilot for this and still decided not to How go through it? How bad was this? <laughs> How bad did D&D, like, shit the bed on this? Oh, I have to feel like there's like a like a post-it note on the desk of every office at HBO. It's like any calls from D and D, don't answer. Yeah, we're very angry. We're very upset with them right now. But I won't see that. Um, I'm trying to think. What are like the ones people are? Because I guess Oscar nominations happen in like what two months. Sometime so around then. I haven't heard... I have a feeling that Ford vs. Ferrari is yeah, going to be serious contention. that one I've heard. Is I'm not a car guy, but the trailer looks good. And you know Christian Bale is always going to be great. I remember hearing a rumor that it might be the first time uh, two Best Actor nominations will be from the same movie. It should be. That should happen. Because I feel like they've been doing it for Best Actress for a while. Where, like, two, if it's a women-led cast, the two women can get it. Yeah. Uh, let me see. I'll get to Oscar you. contenders. <laughs> Come on, Dolomite. Uh, I'll get to you in a moment, Donald Trump. But the photo. Uh, Playing with the boys. <laughs> do, 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 do. Just some searching music. I'm trying to... Playing with the boys. Playing with the boys. <laughs> I don't know how people ever thought that was a straight movie. <laughs> when you watch it again, you're like, wow, this, this basically is a gay anthem movie. I don't re- I remember seeing it. I haven't seen it since I was probably like six or seven, but I remember seeing it like three or four times when Top Gun came out because both mom and dad, like Tom Cruise was like one of the leading men they both agreed on. Mm. Like dad usually found him too foppish, but like that Tom Cruise, he can kick an ass or two. And mom like, he's great. I'm sure he's straight as the day is long. Uh, that book smart might get nominated, not for best picture. Is that the one with the like two eight high school girls? Yeah, there's Olivia and the one's clearly like twenty seven or something. Yeah, they're both pretty old. <laughs> like the fat ones, like you're no, aren't you thirty? Hold on. <laughs> uh, bombshell possibly might. What's that? That's the one I showed you. It's the um, uh, what the fuck, Megan Kelly. Oh, uh, okay, the one about the Fox yeah, News, like Margot Robbie, and everything. Yeah, the Fox News one. Uh, this is kind of just a rough assortment of different things that are kind of being suggested. Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood. Uh, I am excited for that. Ad Astra, but I heard that was a huge... Was the man. astronaut one? Yeah, with Brad Pitt. Dark Waters. Oh, the Quentin Tarantino one, whatever that was. Oh, a long time ago in Hollywood um, or yeah, something. Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. I still haven't seen that. It's not like you got very mixed things. It sounds yeah. like it's more in line with the kind of movies Quentin Tarantino does now. Yeah, uh, did Tapeful 8 get dominated? I don't think so. This might fall in that same range. I don't think it's catching anywhere near the same buzz as, like, Django did. Yeah. Um, Dark Waters with, uh, 
Mark Ruffalo. Like the Pirates of Dark Waters? <laughs> yeah, they're making a movie out of it. It's weird. Didn't get like a full season and a half of the actual <laughs> cartoon time. It was so obtuse and grotesque, it's hard to imagine. <laughs> Yet, ironically, the villain was one of my favorite action figures as a kid. Oh, Globus or... I don't know. It was it a was giant, fat, green guy with like and... spikes on his shoulders. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He was almost cartoonishly... like I mean, it was a cartoon, but like just the epitome of like the bad guy in a movie. Mom had to have been furious because we probably bought three of those while the show was on. So each action figure was like 14 bucks. And then like after it was canceled a year later, it was like all of them were in a bin for like $2 a piece. I think that's where I got mine. Yeah. Because <laughs> I definitely got it. I think I remember pulling it out. Outside like, of KB Toys. Yeah. From all... KB Toys pulling it out and being like, this guy looks cool. In that bin that's usually just like, like dollar store, like stuffed animals. But then you're like, sweet, pirates in the black waters. <laughs> Hot dog. I better have all the things, I better have everything together for the third season. Uh, Downton Abbey. Was that? Yeah, had a movie, yeah. Uh, The Farewell, I've heard some big things about, which is, uh, Aquafina's, like, major dramatic role. Oh, okay. Ford v. Ferrari, a Harriet Tubman movie? Yeah, it's out now. I haven't seen it. Uh, Honey Boy. Maybe Jojo Rabbit might? I've heard it's gotten really good reviews. The trailer looks very odd. Yeah, I've heard that. A bit too psychedelic for for my tastes. Uh, I think if you were able to watch like Thor Ragnarok, I think you kind of got a taste for what his directing style is. <laughs> if Thor Ragnarok had Hitler in it, yeah, essentially. Uh, Hustlers, I've heard good things about. Hopefully, a nomination for Big J Okerson <laughs> as the strip club DJ with two scenes. Uh, the Irishman definitely could. Oh, yeah, I am looking forward to that. The, the the more trailers I see, the more I like it. That first trailer I was a little bit dicey on, but um, I guess it... Do you notice when watching those trailers, like, how the CGI on, like, making them younger, like, does it really stick out to you, like, oof? The Yeah, the first trailer, I haven't watched any since the first trailer. Okay, there's, didn't... like, actual full, like, three-minute trailers. There. Yeah, I was saying that it definitely like, came across, but I'm also watching it, like, maybe it won't. And the movie, like, in a big screen, but... You should check out the newest one, see if that still kind of sticks out to you. It sticked out to me less as more trailers have come out. Hopefully it's the idea that they're finished up. I still... Because how long have they been working on that movie? Like, three years now? It's been done filming, like, over a year and change ago, and then they've been doing a bunch of just editing and making everybody younger looking. Uh, Just Mercy is one. Michael B. Jordan and what looks like Jamie Foxx. Hmm. Uh, Knives Out. I can't imagine that. Oh, the Chris Evans? I thought I saw it got good reviews. I don't... I'm sure it did. It looked like a wacky ensemble movie, but I'm like, I'm, you got me to... You tricked me into seeing the last Artemis or whatever, the mm-hmm. Hotel Artemis or whatever it was, on this exact same premise. I'm not being hoodwinked into this again. Or, uh, Good Times at the, at the El Dorado. El, El Royale or whatever, yeah. <laughs> Little Women, didn't they do that last year, too? Could have been. Uh, Marriage Story, Motherless Brooklyn, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Motherless Brooklyn I'm kind of interested in. I would just like to see Ed Norton achieve some sort of notoriety again. Because when you look at it, it's like starring Ed Norton, and it's like Primal Fear, Fight Club, uh, American History X. They're like, yeah, that's how long it's been since Ed Norton. (laughs) And it put Birdman in there. I was like, he's one of the shittiest parts of that movie. Oh. They're like the first Hulk. <laughs> like, <"Woo!" laughs> Woo! 
Christian Slater. Gary Oldman. Not Gary Oldman. Uh, William Hurt. No, who's the guy that plays Abomination? Christian Slater. No, it's the dude that's Mr. Orange in Reservoir Dogs, the guy that turns out to be a cop. Oh, um, is that Christian Slater? No. He's a British guy. Tim Roth. Tim Roth. Oh, that's, yeah. right. that's right, it's Tim Roth. I don't know why I thought, I guess he kind of looks a little bit like They do that. sort of look alike. Um. I mean, Tim Roth probably wishes he looked like <laughs> Christian Slater. <laughs> uh, Pain and Glory. Parasite. I can't imagine that getting nominated. That was like a Japanese, or a South Korean movie, like, a uh, horror movie, I thought. I understand it's not that much of a horror movie, from what I've heard. Hmm. Like, at least not traditionally so. It'd be strange to see it get nominated, though, but maybe. But it's one of those ones, didn't it hit, like, 99%? Yeah. Uh, Queen and Slim, with, oh, God, I always forget how to pronounce his last name, Daniel Kaluuya? Starring Kalu- Mikey and Terry. Kalu- Wait, yeah. wait, which one of us is Slim? Which- <laughs> uh, Terry's Slim. Come on, Terry, you fat pig. Let's, um, <laughs> wait. <laughs> Uh, the report. Uh, Richard Jewell. Ow, oh, the the one with the fat guy from the I Tonya, where he plays the guy who like found the Oklahoma bomb. Oh, the Atlanta bombing. The Atlanta, the Atlanta bombing. Yeah, sorry for the Olympics. Yeah, that could be interesting. I'd love to see that guy become like a big deal, <laughs> and not just be like the fat guy joke of every movie <laughs> that he's in. Uh, Rocket Man, based on. This is just what the comic going. book? No, Rocket Man, the the Elton John biopic mm. that came out earlier this year. That's right. There's no way they're going to give it to that same genre two years in a row. Yeah. Because if they do, that. how many shitty versions are we going to get from, like, this is the story of the band Sticks? Oh, yeah. Like, Here's that REO Speedwagon biopic you always <laughs> wanted. If you're ever looking for the Smashing Pumpkins full story, it's here. Like, I can't imagine there's enough for a whole movie. Have you ever wondered what happened to Frankie Goes to Hollywood? We all have. Just sit down. Here's Whoa, the, relax. Here's the true story of the butthole service. <laughs> like, I don't know any of their songs. Oh, you're about to become quite familiar, Shaq. Oh, What's yeah. going on? You can rush for the door as long as you can pass uh, the Treme trivia challenge shut up oh, by Dan. Why is that still here? He's done other series <laughs> since then. Deuce wrapped up, so I hear. <laughs> I'll get to it eventually. Uh, Toy Story 4. Oh, yeah. I gotta the, see. The Two Popes. Two Popes. Uh, just looks like about Pope Benedict Sixteenth and Pope Francis. Wow, I'm surprised it's coming out now. It should just be called, what are you doing, you pile of shit? <laughs> Popes retire? <laughs> it's the fact, and every year he keeps living, you're like, what the fuck? Probably for the best for the Catholic Church, all things considered, but... Yeah, I guess. I always wonder if there was some, like, contingency of people that were like, look, you're just too old, and let's face it, a former Nazi. It's like, <laughs> I was seven. <laughs> uh, uncut Gems. Us. I heard good things about Us. Uh, waves. And that's it. So, I don't know. Obviously, there's still a lot of time for things to change before that happens. God, I hope I got five on it from us gets, like, nominated for, like... So they have We to... got five on it! So they're playing at the Oscars. <laughs> Smoke that and do weed! They're like, mm, we kind of... We used, we tactfully cut around certain lines of the trailer that even slowed down don't really sound menacing. <laughs> oh, somebody's coming in. Uh-oh. 
Let's see if we can just squeeze him in. So, your thoughts on Dolomite? <laughs> You're good. Oh my god, it's somebody here to murder us. <laughs> I'm like, do I need to be quiet? Can I just like, kick in the door? Like... No, you're fine. Mike will have to all of this out. <laughs> I edit nothing out. <laughs> oh no. What, the, e- the fans are lucky that I put a theme song at the beginning and the end. <laughs> Anything else? Uh, that's too much. Uh, all right. Well, surprise guest. <laughs> yeah, we yeah. have Fireman Chris here. <laughs> what are your thoughts on the new Star Wars movie? Uh, I actually haven't really looked into it much yet. So. You're definitely gonna have to be louder. <laughs> you got you got to pump it up a little bit. Uh, so like on a scale of one to ten, like super pumped, like dick hard, out of your pants, excited, or eh, probably like a maybe like a six. I yes. meant he needed to audibly pump up. Not <laughs> oh. <laughs> I don't care what you think about Star Wars. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no, it seems like they're, they're just at this point. Like it's just they keep pumping new ones out over and over again. It's, I'm, yeah, it's losing. It's like it's luster. Yeah. Everyone said one a year was too much. Uh, before I forget, uh, and before I accidentally move away from it, ah, oh, damn it, it did go away. God, Poopenstein. Poopenheimen. It's the new Wolfenstein. <laughs> They've run I mean, out of... It, it, it can't be worse than the last one. <laughs> Is that it? one not great? Oh, the one where you play the twins. They went very hard on the whole co-op, and that's it, kind of. Oh. So uh, it's, it's not, it's not, there's not a lot of story there. This is uh, the photo I was telling you where Donald Trump tweeted this. It's a picture of him giving the dog a medal. <laughs> yeah. Clearly photoshopped oh in like God. seven different ways. Mm-hmm. You're like, the dog's not there. Clearly you couldn't find a ribbon for a dog because that it's a ribbon awesome. with a separate medal attached to it. What was the dog doing? <laughs> it was like Trump just didn't like make him fr- make any room in his schedule to do it. I, I guess. I guess he was like, people love dogs. I don't have time to give this dog a real medal. Like you find out or that pay was, someone to professionally make, make it look like something really happened. That was really a picture of him putting the medal over like Harriet Tubman's great-granddaughter. <laughs> The dog's tug. Like, the dog loves it, too. You can tell, like, the dog's an American. So, I started working over at Kohl's, and I'm doing truck, which, the best way to describe truck is you uh, start at the bottom of a chain. It's, like, a very elaborate process with, like, ten people kind of doing different things, and they start you off on the most basic, which is... Opening, because it's Kohl's, so they sell a lot of clothes. Opening boxes that are have uh, hanging clothes in it, and you put them up on the appropriate racks. And you do it kind of on this conveyor belt, and on the opposite side is where they have these bins you need to throw the cardboard boxes on. And I'm always very consciously aware any time it comes up, but I was like, oh man, I'm really showing off how bad my basketball skills is. was to be like, got this box handled, and then I... Ka-dong! It, and ka-dang! I, I hit my boss like seven times with boxes on the first day. Just being like, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Yeah, you're fine. Uh, but then they promoted me to cardboard. I, I guess it's a promotion. It's higher up on the chain, I guess. Where can you do less damage? Uh, yeah, probably, maybe. Uh, a sidestep, really. Yeah. Where the sole job is just taking these bins full of cardboard around what's probably only about like maybe... 20 feet worth of actual distance to a compactor and just doing it over and over and over again. Uh, But it's continuously, like, just made more difficult because more boxes and shit fall on the path and, like, you have to kind of navigate around it. 
but I had found... I think in man's work. <laughs> yeah, they really needed to put the smartest... Hey, Brainiac! <laughs> Get over here. <laughs> you feel like Jason, you're just like, that's the job of the game, I'm not doing that, and he just walks away. <laughs> I'm, per- yeah. I'm perfectly fine with it, because it's the job with the least supervision, so it's the job where you kind of, you don't have someone like riding my ass the whole time, being like, faster! Faster! Boxes! Faster! Uh, but as there's this whole kind of like turn that you have to make it down... Because there's like kind of railing between the actual compactor and where everything else is going on. You kind of go around it. And there's this pivot point that's kind of like the head of every, like the whole operation. Like everything has to flow through here. And I don't know if it's intentional, if it's just like this feng shui that exists. But every time I pass by, all my chakras align and I just cut the nastiest parts. Like on the dot. Every time I pass by, and I just get hearing people like, "Oh my god, what's happening?" Like Pavlov's dog. <laughs> like it's. I was always trying to think like, "I'll cut the fart early this time," and then it would just be like, "Nope, it's only coming out once I pass right by here." Well, if you keep it going for like the whole length of the night, they don't think it's a person that's had yeah. like, just some fucked up bowels. They think it's just one. A smell. One person would be out of farts by now. Little do they know. They're like that. I'm an X Men. <laughs> that I can store up my farts in the night before that I had. Greek food yesterday and oh, <laughs> I need to launch off all this extra yeah, lamb and tahiti sauce. I had Indian food six months ago and it's still fighting its own war down there in my lower intestines. <laughs> and it's still making its presence known. No, if this were one guy, he would have fucking shit himself to death by now. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> it's like an apocalypse when they figure out Magneto can control metal. There's just a small hole, like ash-shaped hole, right in my pants. I'm like, yeah, who is this? Oh my god! And then that's when you have to just fart, incinerate everybody to death because they know no, no one can know. I just light a start over with my, my family somewhere else. Just fuming at home building. I know what happens. They'll kill my daughter. <laughs> they said coals burn down, Daddy. Why did that happen? Like, oh. Some stories are best left untold. Only one survivor. <laughs> yeah, I tried to save as many as I could. So I farted my way out of there. Really? There's footage of you barricading the fire escape. It's his first one out. <laughs> well, what are you going to do? Like you knew. That you enjoy it. Oh, that's great. <laughs> so, I'm curious, because uh, I heard Beto work dropped out. Did he? He yeah. did, yeah. <clears throat> well, he was pulling like single digits, so I guess he just went, yeah. He should have, but... Do you guys have any predictions as far as who's going to be the Democratic nominee? Let's start with Walt. Oof. Uh, I mean, Biden's the frontrunner, but he's been slowly, like, kind of losing that just by him being him. Yeah. I've an, noticed. An insanely uh, long primary season where there's no primaries yet. for any politician. <laughs> not an old one, definitely not. No. Not a known commodity. Warren's getting up there, but I don't know. She's, like, the, like, the really... Like, she... The real radical one. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bernie's still there if the Democratic Party acknowledges he exists. If he stops having heart issues. Well, so. <laughs> if he stops having heart attacks. I would have yeah. felt bad if he didn't, like, it was like the next day he was back on the campaign trail, it felt like. so. He's got to do that if he wants any yeah. chance. No. I mean, he's done. They're, he's just too old. I don't think anyone. Yeah, he'd say that at this point. Like, if it was the choice between him and Biden, I'd still probably be like, yeah, I'm going to go with Sanders over him, though. Like, despite that fact. I feel like if the Democrats do get the presidency, whoever it's going to be, this entire running field, though, will just be, that's going to be, like, just, like, the 
The cabinet. The cabinet, yeah. Unlike the Republican version where it was like Ben Carson and nobody else, <laughs> like just burned bridges and salted earth across the entire field. We're having it and Trump brings Mitt Romney in for an interview and then farts in his face. He's <laughs> like, thanks for your time. You heard about his fake Twitter account that he made? Like, oh, yeah. Pablo Dangerous or something like that? Yeah. It was just a fake account run by Mitt Romney to shit all over Trump. <laughs> Oh. Yeah, it's like, and he's proud to admit it too. He's oh, yeah. like, he's, like, he's like, oh, that was me. <laughs> oh, that's so. Didn't Kevin Durant do that? The, the basketball star, like, posted, or no, the guy that uh, managed the Philadelphia 76ers had a fake one. And uh, it was when people would, like, he was part of a bunch of, like, 76ers, like, Instagram posts. And people would be like, uh, Brian Colangelo, I think was his name. Brian Colangelo is an ass clown. <laughs> he would post from this fake profile. No, he's not quite the class act I've heard. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, oh no, sorry. Pierre Delecto was his oh, name. Oh yeah. Pierre Delecto <laughs> was his Twitter account. And he would just respond to things. I mean, respect, mad respect to the name. I'll give him that much. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Nobody would think Mitt Romney would think of something like that. Oh no. <laughs> it's a perfect crime. Like handsome yeah. Chester Turton. <laughs> Pierre Delecto. <laughs> Why is he French? Uh, yeah, he and he's now tweeting out people who post their like Halloween costumes as Pierre Delecto. He's like, awesome photos. On Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's so weird. <laughs> he's just publicly admitting. Yeah, he's all going. Yeah, this week he's in it now. He's, he's good for him. What is it? Is he a senator now? From yeah, he's Utah? senator. Yeah. I don't know. He's he's one of the few breakaway Senate Republicans who's like, you know, we need to impeach Trump. So. He kind of stands out. I'm not sure. Uh, he was no. the governor of Maine? No, or Massachusetts. One of the so two. I, I, th- I know he's up there. I'm not sure if it's Vermont, though. But it's, okay. he's in that, like... He's in that general area. Yeah. That. His grandfather was Mexican, technically, because they were part of that Mormon group that, like, moved into Mexico. Well, apparently he was following Conan O'Brien on his fake account. <laughs> there you go. You know what? I Four more years. <laughs> uh, ooh, try again on that. We were all wrong. Wasn't he governor of Massachusetts? Uh, no. New Mexico. <laughs> no, uh, try Utah. Oh, right. That's right. He was he a was... senator of Utah. Yeah. I'm not sure where he was. Oh, yeah. He was the 70th governor of Massachusetts. Yeah. Okay. Are you, do you not have to have, like, some kind of, like, in, like, trench? You have to live there for a few years. Yeah. But it, I think it's usually only, like, like four or five. Yeah. And so in the grand scheme of things, not by much. Like, Hillary Clinton ran for, like, senator of New York after, like, a year and a half of living there. Mm. Who are you thinking gets it? I don't pay enough attention to the news, so I don't know. But maybe that, like, maybe I'm like that dumb chick in every football fantasy league that, like, somehow <laughs> still, because <laughs> you're removed from it and you don't care and there's no passion. You're like Andrew Yang, Andrew Yang, <laughs> Yang Gang. What's the who's the hot chick from Hawaii? <laughs> she's still in it. Is she not Gabby Tulsard. Yeah, she. Ah, I mean, uh, she. I think she's she's like Beto. Like she's not. I don't think she's up there. I haven't paid too too much attention to it. Uh, I'd probably just have to go with who keeps seeming to get the most media in the last few weeks, and it feels like that booty jig guy, booty guy. Oh, I don't guy. hear anything at the gym, so yeah, I don't know what that name is. The, he's the mayor of South Bend, I think. Mayor Pete. What? How is it pronounced? The last name? Booty judge. Oh, actually, it's the guy who like got bored and like became fluent in Norwegian because he could. Like, he's like stupid yeah. smart, but I don't know. And openly gay as well, right? I'm not sure. Actually, I haven't I, paid too much. I believe he is a husband. Oh, I'm sure. Go for it. Huh? <laughs> but I'm, I think it was saying like, yeah, like he's like, I'm not sure he went to Harvard or some shit. But he's like, oh yeah, no, I, like I wanted to read this book, but it was only in Norwegian, so I just learned how to read Norwegian. It's like, what the fuck does that? But okay. 
That's more power to you. But very okay. interesting. I'm yeah, very, but he, he's like we I need can, more nerdy presidents. Although yeah. he is like a he's a veteran too, right? Yeah. So that would be interesting, but. But I'm yes. not sure. I, I haven't watched like any of the debates because I'm just like that's gonna be a shit show. It's, like, there's no primaries for like yeah, another six so months. Many like, of them this too. Is... like I think I've I think I've heard people talk about like what four different debates. Oh, it's been, yeah. yeah, as somebody who even is a Democrat, I'm like, nah, I can't be bothered with that. Like the amount of money that you think is just wasted on all this, oh, like how much Beto work spent just to like flounder out. <laughs> Why not? That damn Libertarian Party couldn't get five percent of anything. Still well, I, I, I always hate. I, I hate the whole process. This year, though, Christopher, twenty twenty, it'll be the year to vote libertarian. <laughs> I hate the whole process of politics because it's like, hey, run up to the primaries. You have to be as like left wing or right wing as you can be, and then once you, oh, cool, now I'm like the, I'm the person who's been nominated. I didn't mean all that shit. I'm, I'm I mean, like, and they, like, they, yeah. yeah. Like, and the longer it gets, lot. the worse it gets. Yeah, the yeah, shit they can be held against you. Yeah, because on the run-up, you're trying to be as democratic as you can or as Republican as you can. And then once you're finally trying to go for the whole country, it's like, ah, oh, I mean, hold on a second. I didn't mean anything. <laughs> Mandatory all, abortions for everybody. Uh, let me walk yeah, that it's back all, it's a all bit. Yeah, it's all like bullshit. Once they, like, yeah, so it's like, come on. So I, down. I, I hate politics as a whole, so. Yeah, I prefer they'd get a lot more of this done, like, in rooms somewhere without me and then just present me with, like, the four best. And <laughs> what do you think? Yeah, Ah. There you go, buddy. Because it's not like a month ago, I just assumed based on what I saw on television, like, okay, I guess Kamala Harris already has this wrapped up, or... And now I never see her on the news anymore. Uh, I think she still has probably an outside chance to do it. She's probably the most moderate, like, big thing candidate. She's a former prosecutor, so that she'll probably get some conservative, like, hardliners as far as, like, criminal justice when, on like, her side. When your big alternatives are Bernie Sanders and Elizabeth Warren, like, you kind of look more moderate just in comparison. Mm-hmm. So, she certainly has probably that going for her and just doesn't have the kind of entrenched sort of age of Joe Biden and everything he's been a part of, so. Mm-hmm. That's what the biggest concern, too, is that, we're, like, I think we're going to spend the next, like, three or four presidents just ping-ponging between extremes. Because oh, we have Obama, now we have Trump, now we have somebody else, now we have somebody. it's just gonna, it's gonna just yeah, it's gonna be all over the place. Yeah, but who knows? I'm trying to eat my way through five dollar biggie bags to the grave. I've noticed. <laughs> no one needs to be around for this. It's kind of upsetting. I don't, and I bet you it'll still take you twenty years. And you're just shitting your brains out, farting up a storm at, your, is that at your new job. It's gonna be a slow death. Is that why I'm farting all the time at Coles? This place you've worked at a week, like like you've been there thirty years, and and you've earned this goodwill. Remember the time Christopher saved that cat from the tree? No. In, no. Uh, in my defense, I kind of feel like I need to mark my territory now, so people know. <laughs> like, sorry, Suzanne, you can't fought. That's fought and Christopher's job to do. <laughs> fought and cardboard Christopher, as we called him. Oh my god, what did you eat? It's like mostly biggie bags of Greek food. <laughs> but it doesn't matter. It still it happens. <laughs> Some mall court sweet and sour chicken. Uh-huh. <laughs> you know. Let's go to the point. It doesn't matter. Like, it just happens. I, I eat nothing and it still comes. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> it's me. It's part of me at this point. Yeah, I had a small glass of water and a, <laughs> and a banana this morning. I'm still going to fart my brains out. <laughs> My mom, our mom always had this theory that, like, if you farted more than, like, three times when we were kids, she would be like, go to the bathroom and take a dump. You clearly have to poop. And it's like, no, I'm just full of these. This can happen all day long. I can be fresh off, like, a 10-pound dump and still have, like, farts left in the chamber, which you think is, like, why? 
<laughs> I just dropped the whole payload. What's, <laughs> how is this still happening? Yeah, there's a lot of them in there, too. It's like a whole... It's like a whole barrage of bullets. <laughs> These just <laughs> sticking around waiting. Every time I sit down in my car, for some reason, I have to fart. And I'm like, this is the one spot I really don't want to be farting in on a regular basis. <laughs> on my tan seats. Especially if I'm alone, too. So I'm the only one that has to smell it. Like, I can't even get like the joke of like, ha, 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 my family and friends have to smell my Take car. that, everybody. <laughs> oh, what? Uh, oh, just look around. Oh, my windows are broken. Ah! <laughs> You're doing the like, oh, God, Jesus. <laughs> I had to punch my way a new moonroof to get this smell out of here. What I was thinking my truck was before I sold it was the windows went up, but not... Like, the windows reliably went up, but not down. Mm. So sometimes they went down, but they always went up. It was really weird. I don't know if, like, I... So you got some really stinky, mm. like, whiskey farts, and you're just like, No! Oh, God. <laughs> windows! Oh, God. <laughs> I have to save people. <laughs> All right, I have a would you rather. Um, yes. Instead... <laughs> <laughs> no time. <laughs> no time to wait. I'm done. Like, <laughs> instead of hello... You say wakey wakey eggs and bakey, or instead of saying goodbye, you say toodaloo while waving your fingers effeminately. This is only in person. You don't have to. It doesn't extend to texts or emails. Uh, I mean, I assume the so the first one's not even a greeting. It's, <laughs> it's like a, I'm slowly whispering you awake from bed, like because I've never said that to somebody at work or heard. Even the gayest person I've known, I've never been, like, passing by work, and he's like, wakey, wakey, eggs and bakey. It's Michael <laughs> Madsen from Kill Bill 2. <laughs> yeah, but isn't she saying that when she's waking up? He's saying it to her after he knocked her out and he's burying her alive. Yeah, <laughs> yeah but, but it's like, still that's kind the idea, of... is you're waking up. Like, if I'm just greeting people. So, uh, so it's like... Two in the afternoon, and I like see my boss for the first time, and I'm like, "Wakey, wakey, eggs and bakey." They're like, "What the hell's wrong with or you?" Or you can say hello and present yourself as like a gentleman, but at the tail end, <laughs> toodaloo. Uh, I think I'd go. I would probably go with the latter. Toodaloo. Toodaloo. Because I could just yeah. not say goodbye to people. Like, I feel like it's a lot easier to get to a... a just a walk social... away like a serial killer and not, not address yeah. the fact that the conversation's ending? Uh, or I'm just like, uh, like you know, like if it's the end of the day or something like that, you just head out. <laughs> you don't need to, like, just you just Irish exit everything, like, social situation they're in. Where you just find a way to quietly slip yeah, out. People love those guys. Yeah, uh, look, my alternative is, I'm going, to, is I'm going to French tickle your chin as I'm, like, heading out. <laughs> Walt, you had one away in? No, I'm going with you on that one. That's definitely... Because the really you can at least have a conversation and not, like, just nuke it from the beginning. You can at least try and talk. <laughs> I can salvage it. And then at the end, like, maybe if I'm jokey throughout the whole thing, they'll think if I say, like, toodaloo, and I do that, they're like... Maybe it's just sort of a weird joke that didn't land or something like that. Hmm. You, you have a chance, at least, if you don't, like... <laughs> See, I kind of like the challenge of, like, winning them over and then not having to end with something super weird or being very, like, Dexter-like and just walking away, like, mid-conversation. <laughs> uh, I've had too many social situations that have started off badly without some sort of Mitt Romney genie wish <laughs> that caused me to say wakey, wakey, eggs and bakey that I know I don't really want to... It's kind of funny, doesn't it? make you smile just saying it, wakey, wakey, eggs and bakey. But again, it's not a hello. Like, if it was like, top of the morning there to you handsome or something like that, I could be like, well, that's just a greeting. Wakey, wakey, eggs and bakey doesn't make sense if I'm still saying hello to somebody at 6 p.m. or something like that. 
All right. You get Wakey Wakey Eggs and Bakey. If you don't pick that and you go with Toodaloo for like a split second, you turn it, you look like a clown from It. What? <laughs> <laughs> to them? And it did, yeah, just to them. And it, it's not, you don't have to change or anything. It just happens. But you have to change. Like, damn, damn, damn. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> so much I already said hello to you, Gladys. What the fuck? I already said it. Wakey, wakey. These giant clown shoes. Uh, I'm t- I can't even comprehend how that fuck. They just, for a split second, when I say, they're like, oh my god, it's a monster. No, it actually doesn't work when you say toodaloo. It works when you do your Irish goodbye. Oh, that? That's fine. That's fine? Yeah. That's on them. I have no, I'm Irish goodbye. I have no. Please show up at your house every fucking day for everything they've ever heard about being done by a weird person. Um, Hi, you're the Harrisburg resident weirdo. Well, yeah, and I'm not helping that situation because I'm definitely going to be saying to them, I just like keeping to myself. And I'm going to walk away and it's going to look really guilty, but... I'm going to look very strange when I say toodaloo when I tickle your nipple a little bit with my fingers, but... You don't have to do that. Stop making it... I don't know if that was part of your deal. Was that I had to, uh, my fingers had to wiggle about? No, just like yeah. the feminine, like toodaloo. Yeah. You don't have to like be t- tickling their nipples. I mean, I'm gonna do something with my hands. <laughs> what am I not a prop artist? All right. Well, what, now you get. What do I not just know yeah. the comedy of my hands? I was just escalating. It's just... You're getting fired on your own merits at this point. <laughs> well, hold on. Wait. Uh, do we ever tell Walt the uh, the losing your arm scenario? No. All right. So you've lost your arm above the elbow. Okay. Uh, whatever. What's your writing arm? Right. All right. So your left arm you've lost okay. above the elbow. Do you pin it up the sleeve on your jacket? Do you pin it up, or you have the option of kind of putting like stuffing in there and making it and just like tucking the the cuff in your pocket, so it sort of just looks like your arm's still there. Hmm. I probably wouldn't care enough, so I just pin it up. Because mm-hmm. I couldn't be bothered to do all that. To fill your arm with trash. <laughs> it's not trash. We're not doing this a fifth time on this podcast. <laughs> no, but just stuffing maybe. It's not a bad option, though, right? You admit, yeah, like, no, it's not a bad option. But I'm just, to I'm fight just... for this for, like, the 17th time that no one's agreed with it. I've admitted that I, I would probably pick the pin-up if it, I, I could only do one. But it's I mean, like if... the fact he describes it like, only a retard would pick putting stuffing in it. I mean, if you, like, it's... really cared about your public opinion, like, your appearance, and you wanted to make it look like you're good... Or you just don't want people staring at you, right. maybe, I'm... when you walk down the street. I mean, I'm weird. People stare at me as a big Yeah, like, it's not like you can't move the arm. So if, like, you're walking down, like, a street and someone bumps into you, your arm just goes shooting out of your pocket <laughs> or something like that. Like, it's going to be very clear. No, shooting out of my pocket. What if they, like, <laughs> rushing me? Like, a... <laughs> No, I would be tempted to stuff, like, food or some shit up there, but... Not you like, can do that too. But oh, it, now it, it's okay for it to be trash. Now that it's on your side, it's, well, I want food's not trash. <laughs> I won't put it in my pocket. Though. I just be just like let it dangle and just let that be its own like conversation starter. Like, why is your arm just like doing it? I don't know. So you oh, you're be, not even doing pin up. You're oh, like, no, whatever. Just let, let it dangle. Hell, I don't care. Just blowing in a wind behind you, like, <laughs> like a two liter bottle of soda. Just like, oh, it's whatever. It's just <laughs> terrorizing children. Once a week, you just pop out like a box from Popeyes out of your dead arm. It's like a big match against yeah, what. <laughs> but no, I probably just pin it up because I'm that's just whatever. 
we've subjected this audience to enough of this debate. <laughs> it's gone through multiple drunken arguments. <laughs> Toodaloo, everybody! Did you have anything else you want to throw out there? Did you have a story you wanted to mention about Red? Oh. <laughs> you completely hosed you over last night and you had some harsh... Have I told the check story on here? Uh, I think so. But just real quick... You guys were sharing. Real quick, I was paying for Showtime. He wasn't. Or I was paying for HBO and Showtime. He wasn't. He was using the HBO to go. And he's like, well, how about I pay you for, like, the Showtime and, like, it'll even it out. So I was like, okay, well, you can just, like, Venmo me 10 bucks a month if you want. He's like, actually, you know what? I think this would work better just for, like, my purposes. If my bank sent you an automatic paper check once a month that you now have to go to the bank and cash... And I was like, I would prefer not. And he's like, well, it's better this way. So every month I would have to show up with a $10 check and cash it at my bank. My bank does allow you to take photos of checks to cash them, but for some reason his checks never worked. And it was always like, well, you're going to have to go to the bank and figure this out. And it was a not promising. <laughs> a check to me for 10 bucks, and under the memo it said, it's showtime, big nose. <laughs> and sometimes I would I would let them pile up. Because it's like I'm I'll, once every like four months I'll do this trip. It's not worth the gas. And sometimes I would forget, and a bank and a check would be over six months, and then it's expired, and then he doesn't owe me anything, and the yeah. check's useless. Anyway, so we signed up for a DAZN, which is like the new boxing and I guess UFC as well uh, streaming site, and it's in his name. And I was like, all right, what's the what's the password for this? And it's. Big nose Mikey with like eight exclamation points at the end. <laughs> he got me again. So is that what you were trying to do? Is you were like trying to log in? You couldn't figure out how many exclamation points are for Big Nose. So you like trying to put the password in like Big Nose! Big Nose! Big Nose! Here's two exclamation points. He's like, you've severely underestimated the outrageousness of that schnoz. <laughs> how small, how dainty do you think that nose is, good sir? Only three? Come on. That's at least a sixer of a nose. <laughs> sixer? What is Gonzo? Like a 20? No, come on. Everyone knows I'm not Gonzo, right? The people aren't really thinking that. They always think of me like the Fozzie Bear or like the Wise Kermit, right? <laughs> Well, I've heard some Miss Piggy comparisons, like Miss Piggy. Like, look, I'm six four. I mean, the nose is proportionate to like even still. It's <laughs> my God, sir. <laughs> so, Zawa, you were like sitting there last night trying to put in the password, just trying to figure out how many exclamation points nose are. Like, you were like big nose, big noser, the big schnoz, <laughs> giant nose, big honker, <laughs> Gonzo Mikey, <laughs> Mikey schnoz nose. Lord Snoshington, God damn what? Fifty of those, like, he doesn't call me Mikey. I don't know why I assume this would be on here. <laughs> well, anything else you want to throw out there? Uh, Michael J. Larios on Instagram, Twitter. There's some YouTube stand-up out there. Uh, and happy holidays, because who knows when this gets released. But... <laughs> February. <laughs> Hey, Valentine's Day is still a holiday. Walt, anything you'd like to throw out there? Any plugs? No, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> Can anyone see you anywhere? <laughs> which which work building do you work in? Can people just spontaneously visit you at work? Uh, no, it is a secure building. Please oh. don't. <laughs> All right. Then. You won't get shoppers. So sneak in is what you're saying. <laughs> yeah, you got to be quiet. Yeah, no, the government won't like that. <laughs> All right, guys, that's going to do it for the Super Nerds Buzz Podcast. Do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-
Walt sucks. <laughs>